0: Where we left off, France was in debt and economic crisis. So, Louis XVI, who was the king at the time, his ministers decided that to ease the debt and economic chaos in France, they should tax the nobility. The nobility, however, refused to this and said the only way they would really agree to this is if an estates general is called, where all three estates meet and take a vote. Now, this would be the first estates general in over 150 years, and it was this estates general that would kind of, you know, start a series of events, a domino effect that would start A revolution So the Estate Generals happens, the Estate General happens, and there's already arguing and bickering about voting because usually each estate would get one vote. And this was kind of unfair because first of all the third estate made up 98% of the population and the first and second estates, which made up only 2% of the population, got two-thirds of the representation and two-thirds of the vote. And if they agreed on something, they could outvote the third estate two to one. So they demanded that they have more representation. The king, however, wanted to stick with the old system. So when the third estate couldn't get its way, on June seventeenth, seventeen 1789, they declared that they were a national assembly and they were going to draft their own constitution. So three days later, on June 20th, their deputies basically came to this meeting place where they were going to meet, um, but they found that the doors there had been locked. So they moved and they found a tennis court that was nearby, and that's where they swore that they would meet until they had basically created a new constitution this is known as the tennis court oath now the king realized that he needed to by the way the king is louis the 16th he decided that he needed to respond but since he was an indecisive person, of course, he acted indecisively. So he tried to make peace with the Third Estate at first. He ordered the nobles, the clergy, and the National Assembly uh, that they could meet together as one lawmaking body. But at the same time, he sent orders to his mercenary army, uh, his mercenary army of Swift, uh, Swiss people, uh, because he could no longer trust his French soldiers because a lot of his French soldiers had committed mutiny uh, to march towards Paris, so the bourgeoisie deputies that were making up this national assembly they feared, and this fear was definitely justified, that the troops were coming to break up the national assembly and extinguish their cause now. In Paris at the same time, there were riots. There were people rioting in mobs over the high price of bread at the time. And the riots reached their peak when something called the Storming of Bastille happened. And Bastille was an old fortress and it was used as a prison and an armory so the mob wanted the bastille supply of gunpowder to basically defend paris and the national assembly against these kings foreign troops that were coming they thought to break them up so they took over bastille and the fall of bastille is important for a bunch of different reasons For military reasons, now because Bastille had been taken over by these mobs, Louis, King Louis XVI couldn't bring his foreign troops into the city. Politically, it also greatly reduced the king's power and it had kind of saved the National Assembly. Most importantly, the fall of the Bastille had a very uh, was very symbolic, and it was symbolic of the revolution the way they took apart Bastille one feudal brick uh, at a time so as you can see, revolution is really starting to catch fire, and at the same time, there was a really, really popular hatred of this old uh, landholding system with all of its different fees and obligations and this had finally spurred action. Rebellions by the peasants became part of a very very vast and uh, gripping panic that was known as the Great Fear. Rumors spread like wildfire that these foreign troops were on their way to stop the revolution, and the peasants reacted to these rumors by breaking into the houses of lords and different people from the upper class to kind of destroy their records of their obligations. Once the National Assembly saw what was happening with all these rebellions and all these rumors and how the rebellion had really uh, turned into something really big, they decided to vote to get rid of all of the legal privileges of the first two estates, the nobles and the clergy's. On August 26, 1789, the National Assembly created the Declaration of the Rights of, the Man, of Man and Citizen. So what this document said, well, this document was inspired by the American Declaration of Independence and Constitution after the American Revolution. And this document basically stated all the basic liberties, that men were free and they were equal before the law, and that no group, no one, can be exempt from being taxed, which was really, really big because before, the nobles didn't have to be taxed. Also, people were granted freedom of speech and freedom of the press. So... In the meantime, Louis the 16th, the king, he remained very, very quiet. And he refused to accept this National Assembly declaration. He refused to accept any of it. And on October 5th, 1789, this is just showing you how much steam this rebellion has caught. On October 5th, 1789, there were a bunch of women angered by the rising price of bread so they came and they armed themselves with broomsticks pitchforks and some of them even armed themselves with pistols and they marched to the palace of Versailles it was called the women's march on Versailles and it grew violent when these women saw the luxury and the opulence of Versailles. When they arrived at Versailles, they saw the royal couple living in luxury and living these lavish lives while their own people starved. They broke into the palace, they ransacked the queen's apartments, and they killed many guards. Then the women demanded that both Louis and Marie Antoinette come to Paris. So finally the king came to his balcony and he told all these angry people, my friends, I will go to Palace par- Paris sorry, with my wife and children. Never again would Louis and his family come back to the palace of Versailles.